2: Took my son, Vincent, he's 11, to get his uh, vaccine yesterday in Lebo. It was packed. There was uh, kids coming in and very well organized, incredibly well organized. Got the vaccine and um, and um, he has another shot in three weeks and we'll be fine. I, I don't judge. I say this a lot. I, I say it all the time and I'm, I'm serious about this. I don't judge folks who want to or don't want to get vaccinated. I... I don't. I, I don't value that. I uh, And I see the numbers with this particular vaccine with kids. Uh, 30% of parents are getting their kids, va- about one-third are getting their kids vaccinated. Uh, one-third will not, and one-third are undecided. And I was one of the one-third that did. My wife uh, really felt strongly about it. I feel strongly about it. I understand the numbers, that the likelihood of getting sick and dying uh, Fewer than 200 kids have died but man if that's your kid UPMC is holding a news conference um, they're bringing together all of their doctors to kind of enlighten people and I thought we should take this live because they're going to provide information about the vaccine about children questions that you might have you're gonna hear it not from me some goofball but you're gonna hear it from the best doctors on earth and I think look I don't push people to make this decision I certainly don't push parents to get their kids vaccinated, not my gig, but there's so much crap out there. I want you to hear the truth. Listen in. He's 33rd since the start of the pandemic. I'm joined today by Tammy Minier,
0: UPMC's chief quality officer, Dr. Alejandro Hoberman, who's a pediatrician and president of UPMC Children's Community Pediatrics, and Dr. Rich Begge, who's an obstetrician and president of UPMC McGee Women's Hospital. They will share with you new information about booster shots vaccine for young children and the effects of COVID on the unvaccinated pregnant population after their remarks we'll take your questions tammy
3: thank you paul i really appreciate being here with all of you today and i'd like to thank each of you uh, ahead of our comments for your responsible reporting of this information over the last many months you have been wonderful partners and we appreciate it we all know that the facts regarding COVID-19 have been difficult to follow at times, overwhelming even. When it's hard to keep up with all of this new information, it's hard to know what decisions to make. That's why these press briefings are vital. And while your reporting of the information from them is such, makes such a difference to our community, and we really uh, thank you for that again. It's important that the community members here truthful, accurate information from trusted doctors and healthcare organizations and researchers, not from Dr. Google. I wanna lay out three facts that I have come to use over the course of these months to communicate the importance of how we actually uh, respond to what's happening with COVID today. First and foremost, wear your mask. You need to continue to wear the mask. The mask prevents transmission. That's what it does. It's super important. Second, get your COVID vaccine. I cannot say this enough. They are very safe and will help you and everyone around you really lessen the real risk, which we are sadly seeing of infections that are ending badly. People die from COVID that are not vaccinated. There was, it's important to recognize the risk of that death. Today, if you are unvaccinated, you have a 10 times higher risk of dying for COVID. I, for one, along with the people that I care about and the people that we work with, don't want to see that happen. And we don't believe that that is a risk worth taking because the vaccines are so very safe and effective. Three, if by chance you get sick, or if you are an individual that has had the vaccine and not been able to respond, please seek out immediate testing and remember monoclonal antibodies. Monoclonal antibodies save lives also. They are a very effective treatment, very very safe. And they uh, uh, have allowed us to save multitudes of individuals over this past 20 months. So mask, vaccine, and if you have COVID, monoclonal antibodies. That's the recipe that's gonna allow us to move from this pandemic to uh, being able to continue to reemerge in a future state for the entire world. There have also been many exciting advancements regarding vaccination. We have uh, some information that should be up on your screens at this point in time regarding boosters. Uh, Boosters have been uh, evolving almost since the beginning of vaccine development. uh, And all of us have uh, even know of many other diseases where we've received booster vaccines to stay safe. COVID is no different than that. You can also get uh, boosters with a lot of flexibility now. It's not as if you have to follow a single trajectory. And that's because the vaccines have been proven to be so effective and to actually work well with each other. We really want you to get your booster. If you're eligible, please do it. It will add that extra level of protection. If you wanna talk about the choices of boosters, call your primary care physician or call us. We want to be a trusted source of information to guide you through some of these issues. Experts are necessary for all of us to be empowered and make our own decisions and make empowered decisions. Another great advancement that I'm super excited to be here with you today is to talk about vaccination in our younger kids. The five to 11 year olds, as we know, were just approved earlier this week and we began the vaccination of those kids on Wednesday and had a wonderful turnout and have continued to see very positive uh, outpouring. But we have with us today, one of our experts who I've had the privilege of working with, Dr. Alejandro Hoberman, from our Pediatric uh, Services Program with uh, Children's is going to talk about our plans for vaccination of the five to 11 year olds. And I hope each of you will listen really carefully to how safe and effective this vaccine is.
4: Thank you, Tommy.
2: UPMC News Conference. The Pfizer
4: COVID-19 vaccine for children five to 11 years is here and we are ready. We have a lot of experience with this vaccine in adults and adolescents. It has been thoroughly studied in young children and it showed the same outcome. It is safe and effective and it will save lives. There have been six and a half million cases of COVID in children of all ages in the United States and 750 deaths overall. In children five to 11 years, almost two million cases over 8,300 children have been hospitalized and over 5,000 children had multi-system inflammatory syndrome or MISC, and 94 five to 11 year olds have died. During October, 10% of all COVID cases in the United States are in this age group. If there is a silver lining to this horrible pandemic, it is probably that poor outcomes or deaths for children who have COVID-19 are lower than for older adults, but still, COVID is among the top 10 causes of death in children. Children can have serious outcomes, and children can transmit the virus to vulnerable family and community members who are at high risk for severe outcomes. These include grandparents and family members or friends with cancer or other immune suppressing illnesses. And vaccinated children may often carry the virus to them. More than two thirds of hospitalized children have been black or Hispanic. Tragically, 750 children have lost their life to this virus. This is four times greater than the number of deaths caused by any flu epidemic in the last 20 years. 750. Some may say the rates are low, but in my eyes, it's 750 too many. Each one was a child who lost a long future and who left behind those who love them. We need to understand that this is now a vaccine preventable disease like measles or polio and many other diseases that affect children. As a society, we must protect our children and the vaccine can do this. And UPMC Children's Primary Care and UPMC Children's Community Pediatrics are here to help. We have a thoughtful and equitable process that involves pediatric practices and community partnerships to ensure that every child in our region and the communities that UPMC touches will have access to the vaccine regardless of insurance status. The moment these vaccines were authorized, we began vaccination. Within one day, over 10,000 pediatric vaccination appointments have been scheduled. I wanted you to hear the information about about the vaccines
2: for kids. I wanted you to hear the numbers of deaths Involving kids, and I wanted you to know the access for children is right there. Took my son yesterday. Look, I'm not, I don't judge, but I'm just saying, if you have the opportunity to protect your child, I would hope you would. Look, a lot of parents have trepidation about the vaccine. I completely get it. Not as if you need my blessing. I completely get it. Uh, A lot of parents are waiting. I completely get it. It's the parents that say, hell no, I won't go, uh, that I don't get. But again, I'm not going to fight with folks. I, I'm just not. All I know is I know of young people, really young, in this age group that have been on ventilators here in the because of COVID. And the doctors from UPMC made a really strong point that there have been 750 deaths in this age group from COVID, kids, and so what happens is the far right wing nuts, Facebook talk show hosts put that number on the board, and then they show 0.111111% of kids are dying until it's your kid, right? No, really, until it's your kid. 750 kids dead. If you add the number of kids who have died from the flu in 10 years, that's what you get. And man, I have been communicating back and forth for um, a couple weeks now with a family who has uh, their nine-month-old, babies will be next for the vaccine. The nine-month-old who has been on a ventilator forever, since, um, for several weeks, and mom and dad weren't vaccinated, and mom had to give the baby, um, had to resuscitate her own baby. On the way to the hospital, the baby stopped breathing, and every day I check in with the family because the baby's still on a ventilator at Children's to see if the little man's okay, Christian. And every day, Grandma or one of the aunts updates me. And it's still unknown if the little man's going to make it. And Rob's right. It's not just far-right wingnut Facebook hosts. It's millions and millions of Americans who have decided this is a load of crap and this is a lousy vaccine that doesn't work. And I am not going to argue with people about it. I just hope you don't get sick. I I say it all the time. I hope you don't get sick because there's nothing on earth, nothing worse than a child being sick. Nothing, man. Nothing. How many times was your kid sick and you said, please, God, give it to me? Seriously, how many times? There is no more intense pain than a child's pain. And this crap that if they get COVID, it's just the common cold. 10% of all of the COVID cases last month were kids. And I'm there at the doctor's office in Lebo yesterday with my son, Vincent, and he's 11, and he got the um, vaccine. And I thought that all it does is just relieve stress. takes the edge off that the little man that we covet so much has a great, great chance of being okay if he's hit by COVID. And that's all I hope for you. And that's why I wanted to take the doctors live this morning to say two things. Kids are dying, kids are getting sick, and you can get the vaccine for your kids. My wife, uh, Christine, was listening to the UPMC folks, and she's right. They nailed it when they said that this vaccine is like polio and mumps. That vaccine, it is now a preventable disease, right? Why mess with it, man? Look, all I'm suggesting is take yourself out of the politics of this, the hysteria, the bizarre fake news. Take yourself off Facebook. Take yourself off all that crap. And think about how many vaccines your kids have. Pretty much probably about 20. Make this 21. That's all. I'm preaching it because I believe it. None of us ever, ever want to talk about a child dying again. It's the worst pain on earth, and it can be avoided, right? Right. If you um, can detect any of the great qualities in me, any, because there are very few, my my propensity to try to help people, uh, my uh, propensity at times to be compassionate and considerate and kind, um, and there are moments when we do that, which is the genesis of Get Marty, quite frankly, uh, we have spent years, uh, years, and, and a lot of time making a difference in helping people. And those sort of attributes, uh, and I have a lot of bad ones, but the good ones, the kindness, the consideration, the ki- generosity all come from my mom, from Rose. And uh, She was so proud of that fact that we established Get Marty, and it was in her likeness, quite frankly. And when every time we make a difference, I think, man, my mom would love this. <laughs> My mom would love this. It's why I um, admire and respect uh, Cam Hayward, not just because he's a great athlete and a great team leader, but because he has a foundation and a foundation that does great things. And the woman behind that and the greatness behind that, obviously, is his mom, Charlotte. And she joins me this morning. Hi, Charlotte. How are you?
5: Good morning, Marty. How are you?
2: I'm fantastic. You're inspiration has so much made a difference in your son's life and in the community. Why is this sort of kindness important to you, Charlotte?
5: Well, you know, I feel as though when you are blessed to be able to help others, um, it's a responsibility. It's a duty. And I never could have imagined that one of my sons would be able to play for the best organization in football um, because I've bled black and gold my whole life. And to be a leader there, um, it's, it's his responsibility. It's our family's responsibility to give back. And, um, you know, that's just how we live in our family.
2: i tell you, it, it's so vital. I started taking my kids on the Get Marty missions because I think – the most significant thing they can do with their lives isn't how much money they can make, but how much of a difference they can make. Isn't that true, Charlotte? Yes. Very true, Marty.
5: Very. I mean, you can't, you can't, when you die, you can't take it with
2: you, right?
5: (laughs) So um, making an impact while you're here, that is what's important. Um, Because it's also not just monetary, it's people's time. That's right. you know, you can give someone your ear and it can make a difference, just listening. Um, but the city needs a lot and everybody should, you know, in some way or another, if it's donating clothes to somewhere, if it's donating your time as a volunteer, if it's donating a monetary amount, um, everybody has responsibility to give back to their community.
2: Well, the um, Craig Hayward, the Cam Hayward Foundation, they, they do, they have backpacks they have advocacy advocacy for asthma they really work closely with the boys and girls clubs which is how I actually met Charlotte through my amazing cousin Eileen they have a service called Craig's Closet now this is so cool Charlotte tell our listeners what that is
5: well Craig's Closet is a program that we started um, to help young men get a formal suit Uh, for either an interview, a graduation, an internship, any type of event. Um, We've helped other nonprofits that have work programs, um, a prom, um, whatever they need to have a formal suit and tie to go somewhere. Um, Because as we all know, when you look good, you feel good. And um, just raise their confidence. And you'd be amazed at how many Young men don't even know how to try, tie a tie, you know.
2: <laughs> it's so or, true, so true. They
5: don't have a belt, you know. <laughs> so, um, she's right. It's, it's a great program, and there's a lot of programs, you know. Like Dress for Success is great for women, right? But um, there's very few for young men, and men's clothing is pretty expensive. Oh
2: yeah. Uh, this is Charlotte Hayward with the Cam Hayward Foundation. I love the fact that you're embracing young folks and you're changing their attitudes and you're allowing them to have some self-confidence with something that might sound simple like a suit but it isn't hey charlotte tell us about this amazing event you have november 15th straight out of the 80s
5: straight out of the 80s is our gala scene this year um we're excited because uh the funds obviously go to the hayward house and we turn those back over and give them back to the city and different nonprofits we work with but um, we're all dressing up in either '80s uh, gear or or your team, your favorite team, because some people don't want to get into the costume, you know, dressing part of it. But um, it's down at Coupe de Ville in the Strip District, so it's a pretty fun place. If someone hasn't been there, you have to check out Coupe de Ville uh, with their retro games in there and mini bowling alley and wonderful food. So um, we're looking forward to it. A night of fun. Cam and his teammates will be there. And um, it's it's just always a great time. And we weren't able to have our gala last year, but we're really looking forward to seeing um, our Club 97 members and uh, people of the community out at our our event this year.
2: Charlotte Hayward with the uh, Cam Hayward Foundation. Straight out of the 80s. And she's spot on with Coupe de Ville. This place is smoking. Uh, It's a great family joint right Charlotte they have like old school games there and really cool food right
5: yes yes exactly it's a very nice environment in there good ambiance in there
2: hey hey, uh, Charlotte how do we get information on this for folks
5: uh they can go to our website at uh for tickets and um it, it's going to be a lot of fun it's going to be a lot of fun but check out our website and we'd love to have people join us
2: I saw his brother playing um, Michigan State, right? Yes. Will he be doing the same thing? Um, do you talk to him about the same things? Son, you got to be involved in charity.
5: Um, my son, they will tell you since they could walk, <laughs> they've had to give back. Nice. Um, as much as I travel, I always had toiletries. And so before Thanksgiving and Christmas, I'd make bags with them, all of the sons. Wow. And we put toiletries and cookies. And then We'd also get coats from their school, from the lost and found. And instead of taking them to, like, a mission or um, a a center, we would go find people on the street. And they would be a little nervous. But we'd hit the streets of Atlanta, and I'd say, okay, get out the car. Let's go give them a coat, a blanket, um, and a a gift bag. So they've been doing it for years, so it's the expectation in the Hayward family.
2: That is beautiful. That is so cool. That's what moms are for. I bet you. I bet they still listen to you. I bet they still ask you for advice, right?
5: They do. They do. Um, Cam, though, I, I'm really proud. He's he's leading the guys well. Um, they're all he wonderful is. young men. But we we do have some great family talks.
2: Charlotte, one more time, give the listeners uh, the place where they can go for tickets for this amazing event on the 15th of November.
5: They can either go to the CameronHaywardFoundation.org. Or if you'd like to type in a shorter link, it's the haywardhouse.org. Charlotte. And just remember, Hayward is with an E. I,
2: Charlotte, it's a pleasure. You remind me a lot of a woman. I, I told my daughter when I was scolding her the other night, she's sitting on the couch, and I said, there's two women that I've loved to death, most two significant in my life, my wife sitting right beside you, your mom, and my mother. And uh, you remind me of my mom. It's great things, and you teach What's important. Thank you, Charlotte.
5: Thank you for having me, Marty. And your cousin, Eileen, is an awesome person oh, as well. She's a rock so. star.
2: Rock star. Yes. Thank you, Charlotte. Yes. We'll be talking again.
5: All right. Take care, Marty. we Will do.
2: That's what it's about. Seriously. That's what it's about. Do you hear what she said? Bam. Used to go out and find folks on the streets. when they were kids. That's what parents do. That's what they do. That's beautiful stuff. So check it out. There are certain jocks that become stars, and they make their money, and they move on. Right? And they change dramatically. Dramatically. I have been around some of the jocks here in town, uh, the um, the uh, professional players, Penguins and Steelers. And some of them get it, and some of them don't. Seriously, some of them are Jagoffs. I'm allowed to say it. It's in the dictionary. Some of them aren't. But the deal with Charlotte Hayward is so cool. And this is what I say about people all the time. Man, Cam Hayward was raised right. You can just tell. So much of what we do is uh, what our parents did. Sometimes, sometimes it's everything they did. Honestly. And if you listen to Charlotte talk and then you listen to Cam, right? He's a leader. Well, listen to Charlotte. (laughs) She taught him. I mean, think about how they care about young men and how she's spot on. Young men don't have a suit, man. They don't have a belt. So they pay for it. Kids don't have backpacks, so they pay for it. At the end of the day, man. And she's right. They can pay you $100 million. Who cares? But what they'll remember, hey, man, that, that, that Hayward guy, he was cool. That, that, that Hayward guy, man, he was nice. Look, man, athletes are like anyone else. Judges, lawyers, doctors, talk hosts, right? They're great ones, and they're lousy ones, Right? Charlotte Hayward, she taught a great one. All of her sons. It's funny, look, I I don't follow it that closely. And I'm watching Michigan State football last week for a few minutes, and I see Hayward a tight end. He's Cam's brother. That's why I wanted to ask her. She said, hey, these boys knew from a very young age they were going to make a difference. It's what we have made Get Marty about. Everything she said, I buy into. Do me a favor. If you didn't get the information, we'll post it on our Get Marty site. But they're straight out of the 80s event, November 15th at Coop DeVille. Okay? Go to the Cam Hayward Foundation and make it happen. It's an unbelievable charity with a mission making